Today's show is brought to you by Drift Outfitters at 199 Queen Street East in downtown Toronto, Ontario. Drift Outfitters is packed full of fly fishing gear, tying materials, clothing, hats, bags, and more. Rob and the guys down at the shop have you covered for all your fly fishy needs. Whether you're taking a trip to northern Ontario or heading on a massive journey to the heart of Africa to fish tigerfish on the Zambezi River, Drift Outfitters has got you. Stop by the shop at 199 Queen Street East or visit them online at driftoutfitters.com to take advantage of their fantastic online store and free shipping on Canadian orders over 100 bucks. Hello and welcome to another episode of So Fly. Hey. 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 Uh, it's the, what is it, March? Mid-March? It's Middle March, March 14th. March 14th. This podcast comes out the 15th, which is tomorrow. So this is like some fresh hot off the presses. Uh, my name is Mitch. We've got uh, Aldo. Hi. We've got Yelma. Hello. And today we're recording uh, separately because of the coronavirus. COVID-19 has taken over <laughs> Toronto and we're all under quarantine. Yeah, I'm... Um... I'm at my house and I'm looking at these guys on FaceTime. It's pretty funny. Yeah, where are you? Yeah. I'm at my house because I've been quarantined. It's because you're <laughs> quarantined? <laughs> I'm at my house. I'm recording at my house right now because uh, I'm trying to stay away from these two guys because they just, uh, well, they're saying that you got to, um, you have to, uh, you have to take precautions if you've traveled anywhere recently and uh, you have to stay home for 14 days or at least practice social isolation. And these two guys just came back from a killer trip to Tobago where they fly fish the saltwater for like a week. That's yeah. A, that's absolutely right. How was it? You want to go uh, first, Aldo? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, it was super fun. Like, I mean, it was kind of weird, like halfway through the week watching the world burn. But uh, we were like, oh, fuck it. Let's go fish. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was something we planned. We've been planning for a while because we wanted to go see where uh, Yoma came from, essentially. Yeah. I mean, I know you were born in Trinidad, not Tobago. That's um, Yuma, maybe give people a rundown. Like, what's the difference between Trinidad and Tobago? They're two different islands, right? Yeah, it's a tw- twin island republic. Um, um, one government. Um, yeah, they're just two different islands. One's really small on more of the Caribbean side of um, Caribbean Sea of things. Uh Seven miles from Venezuela, right up, right. That's crazy. At the, at the equator, hot, hot sun. Hot. Um, yeah. It's basically you can drive from. It's basically driving from here to Windsor is is sort of doing the length of Tobago. It's small and just beautiful, like classic iconic Caribbean island sort of thing. Yeah, it's almost wild. like it's almost yeah. like kind of cottage country for Trinidad in a way. Like it's like yeah. beach. It's beaches. It's mm-hmm. the jungle. It's. It's really, 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 really pretty. Yeah. Okay, so like Trinidad yeah. is kind of like where people like mostly live and work, and then Tobago is kind of like a more rural kind of place. Um. Yeah. I, I mean. Like yeah. People live there, a, of course, but people live there. Yeah, of course, and then and they work there, and, yeah. and you know they. But yeah, that's a good way to say it. Trinidad's very more much more industrial, and Tobago is 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 less. Yeah, more urban. No skyscrapers. No hotel. No like. Um, Hilton no. hotels, no. B&Bs, you know, nice. that kind of thing. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. So, okay, smaller, so, smaller resorts, if you will. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah true. Eh? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so no you guys, you guys, where'd you guys stay when you were down there? So you, you flew down and Andy was with us. Andy went with us. 
Andy, yeah. Andy Vanderkay. Yeah. Our good our good friend Andy and photographer Andy Vanderkay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We flew in. Uh, we took a you know a direct flight from Pearson, um, five hours. Uh, Andy and all were like, okay, so should we get a cab to the hotel? I'm like, nope. <laughs> to, oh, <laughs> maybe man. like. <laughs> like, I don't know, 20 meters from the airport. We're at Mike, Mike's Holiday Resort, um, where, we, where we stayed. It was, <laughs> and, it's, that's a first for me. Like, we, we flew yeah. in, I, and we got off on the tarmac, which I love. It makes me feel like a rock star. Yeah. And, and you just – it's a direct flight, so that's super yeah. simple. And then we were just, like, walk through the hotel. It was, yeah. pretty, it was pretty funny that we were going through customs, and they had, like – they had these, like, temperature readers or whatever that they're zap, zapping people with but yeah. i thought they were like something to take your picture with like upon <laughs> arrival to document you or whatever so i like put my bags down and i was like smiling <laughs> and the woman's like this is for your temperature i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Amazing. Yeah. The virus, so funny. Yeah. Yeah. i remember seeing the pictures of the like, hotel in comparison to the airport distance and it's hilarious we'll have to post yeah. it on uh, instagram because yeah it's like literally next door it's literally next door, man, and and next door to that is the beach. One, one of uh, the, you know, one of one of the more famous beaches of Tobago called Store Bay. This yeah. is like another, you know, few meters down. It was. Yeah. It's amazing. Like if you, if you want an easy vacation, you just fly there, walk to your hotel, and then you can walk. You can walk everywhere. Yeah. Mm. Um. We. I mean, we'll probably get to it, but we rented a car to go inland and go check out the jungle. But if we didn't do that, we wouldn't have needed a car once. Yeah. No. Yeah. You can walk to the jetty to meet the guides. You can walk to the flats. If you want to fish by yourself, it's really, really quite easy, easily accessible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't we jump um, um, a bit before then to the trip? Then why don't, why don't we jump down to like what you guys thought? Like, cause obviously Yilma, you've been there many times. You're born there, but although what were your kind of thoughts about Tobago before you went down? Like, what were you thinking the trip was going to be like? I mean, I didn't have any, I don't know, like, I think like most people, I mean, what, I've never seen a fly fishing article or anything written about Tobago. So when Yuma went, you know, was it last Christmas or the Christmas yeah. prior? No, last Christmas. Yeah. And you, and you went and you actually fished, brought your rods and you fished and you're like, oh yeah, fuck this permit, tarpon and bonefish here. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? So I think that was, I was just kind of curious as to like, see what the flats were going to be like and see what the fishing was going to be like, but I didn't really have anything. I was just kind of excited to see where you were from. And this was definitely like a, you could call it a scouting mission. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What were you guys going to fish uh, for? Uh, we were going to, we were targeting, uh, bone, uh, permit and, uh, tarpon. I think those are the three. Nice. But when we, well, after one day on the water it became, it became very obvious that there is a massive population of permit down there. Mm-hmm. Over yeah. the other really? two fish, yeah, yeah, we saw we saw like schools of them every day. Oh man, yeah, you know? big ones too. Um, right? Huge, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically on the Caribbean side, so we fish flats that were on the Caribbean side because, and there's the Atlantic Ocean as well. Um, where am I going with this? Oh yeah, they're bigger. Yeah. They were bigger on. They seemed the fish seemed to be bigger on the Caribbean side. Yeah, yeah. but the bone the bones seem to be bigger on the. Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I hooked the biggest bonefish of my life. Really? Yeah, and I got like basically spooled in like a blink of an eye. Oh my god. <laughs> it was fucked up. That's insane. Yeah. On the Atlantic side. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Oh my god. That's crazy. 
Okay, well, why don't we take take me through the trip, baby? Like, take me. You guys landed. You're in your hotel. When did you start fishing? How was the fishing days? Tell me all about um, it. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll start, although you fill in the gaps, I guess. Uh, sure, doggy. Um, yeah, so we landed We landed on the Thursday, on the on the... The uh, the fifth, and then the next day, the sixth, we uh, we had to wake up at five thirty in the morning uh, to meet our guide. He took. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Firstly, we're, we're all tired, you know. Like we weren't, we didn't get a lot, a lot of sleep, but yeah. and we had to wake up at like five thirty in the morning. Um, not sorry, five o'clock to get to get in the car for five thirty, and he was there on time. Yeah. Not a second before, not a second later, he was there at five thirty. Yeah. And he drove us to, um, you know, to this to the lagoon. Actually, is where we got on his boat. Yeah. Um, usually, it'd be the jetty uh, at Pigeon Point. Yeah. Uh, but we, he he his boat was under construction, so we had to take another boat. One of his one of his other ones. Anyway, so we started there. The Bonac- is it Bonacle Flats or the Boca Flats? I think. I think. I think. I think it's Buku Flats. It's the Buku Flats, but yeah. then there's the the Bonaco Lagoon. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. So, so if we can like kind of picture, like paint a picture for everybody, you land at the airport at Crown Point. Yeah. And then just north of that is our hotel, like again by two minutes. Then just north of that is the um, store bay where like we would we would basically go watch the sunset every day at the beach yeah. kind of thing. And just north of that is Pigeon Point. And Pigeon Point, there's a flat at Pigeon Point and we fished it a couple times. And just north of that <laughs> is the yeah. jetty. Is the jetty where we met um, Kester for the first yeah. time? Okay. Okay. Kester. Yeah. yeah that so was it's like, guide. yeah, our yeah, guy's yeah, name yeah. was was Kester. Yilma had pre- previously met him. Yeah. Nice. That first morning was beautiful. Like I mean, I, again, I had we had seen the ocean the night before, but at sunset. Oh. So you know, like you get this beautiful sunset and everything, but we pulled out of the we pulled out of the dock at it was still dark and then it very quickly got light. And then all of a sudden all these colors started to appear. Yeah. yeah. And like the reef color, the flat color and like, Oh my it God, the water was crystal clear. Yeah. It was beautiful. beautiful. Oh, yeah, it's like a health. So many different types of yeah. blues and yeah. yeah, it was super cool. So yeah. healthy. eh? like the environment there and yeah. Million, so many crabs yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Crabs everywhere. Yeah. Crabs everywhere. Stingrays, large stingrays. We saw a turtle every day, you know, like yeah, sea like sea turtles. turtles, fun little yeah. sea turtle guys. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, the pictures look beautiful. I was massively jealous. Wish I was there. Wish you were there too, man. The vacation time, and now with this outbreak, <laughs> stuck here for two weeks. We could should go now. <laughs> well, that flights would be pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. So we we pulled out the first morning, went to the Buku Flats, and yeah, yeah, went to the Buku Flats and started, you know, jumped off the boat and started fishing for bones. We saw like a bunch of tailing bonefish. Nice. Um, like to put it in perspective, these flats, I, I guess it was this specific flat was about uh, a quarter of a kilometer in radius, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I say about that. Okay, decent. Yeah, yeah it's pretty decent, <laughs> um, and. Half of it is sand and seagrass, and the other half is coral. Yeah, um, lots of coral. <laughs> lots of coral. So, which was a learning curve for us because I think we lost a lot of fish, a few fish, uh, on the coral, on the coral um, especially when, like you know, uh, one day Aldo had a bone and it just went straight for uh, where the breakers hit the coral. 
and snapped his line right at the Dang. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Like, so the way the flats kind of look is like, like Yuma was saying, the coral creates this kind of barrier, and the waves come over the barrier. Yeah. So the tide kind of comes in and out over this coral and Ooh. creates breaker waves, but then it's like flat as well. Right. Like the yeah. water is still. Yeah. Still. Still ish, and yeah. but there's also like a weight, like a breaker wave element, and we were finding bonefish and permit feeding in the waves because the waves would bring in and food out. Yeah. And Kessler's explaining that they feed against the tide because it just basically pushes food into their face. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they'll be swimming against the tide kind of like a trout swims against the current. Okay. I and gotcha. just like fucking snapping at crabs and shrimp. Yeah. So the best yeah. time to fish then is when the tide is changing and you can hit that kind of... Yeah. Right. Yeah, we found so. We saw more fish at that time as well. Like we'd get yeah. there before low tide and I felt like we were... We, we saw more um, fish and more life once the tide was sort of like starting to rise. Right. I yeah. Found. Um, okay. My, my get, yeah. Yeah, we my get th- there. Oh, sorry. Go go ahead. My bad. No, no. I was just saying like my, my litmus test as to like, okay, we might see a bone or a permit is when I saw a block, when we saw box fish. So I felt <laughs> when the box fish came out to start feeding, because the box fish, they don't have like any box natural fish. Pre- yeah, so they call them box fish. Uh, they, they, yeah, they come in like multiple different colors. Uh, w- the ones we were seeing were like blue or green. Like, dude, like Br- bright like, blue. Yeah. Really? That's cool. Yeah, man. yeah. How big um, are they? Like, how big do they get? The ones you guys saw? Uh, oh, they're tiny. Three, eh? uh, mm-hmm. Not really. No, no. They're like three three pounders. Oh, wow. Maybe like, like uh, a foot. Yeah, twelve, 12 inch, inches. twelve to fifteen inch fish. Yeah, but the blue. Look up the blue ones. The blue ones. These are yeah. cool looking. They're like literally like a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you guys catch any of them? Can you catch them? No. <laughs> no they, they don't eat the flies. They're they like an aquarium fish. Predators yeah. Because yeah, like, sharks look at their eat ma- them, don't eat them. Okay. Look at their mouth. It's like a tube. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Oh, wow. But yeah, they're, wild, they're wildly poisonous. So nothing. Yeah, those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're super yeah. poisonous. Okay. Yeah. Like to eat. Right. So, so they, they're not scared of anything. Right. So they'll swip. But they tail. Really? Like bonefish, they yeah. tail like bonefish and permit tail. But their tails look way different, but yeah. they definitely like, yeah, I got faked out constantly by them. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> tail! And he's like, that's a box fish. I was oh, like, funny. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So that was the first, I mean, that was the first half of the day was like the flats. And then yeah. uh, he took us out to, well. How did you find uh, the fishing like generally? Was it tough or was it like good or? It was tough. It was tough fishing. Yeah. First first day in saltwater for a bunch of freshwater guys, I find is always kind of like, I don't know what you found in Texas, Mitch. Yeah. But that first day in Texas, I was way better day two than day one. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like my casts were, yeah. weren't were great. And the wind wind was strong. Oh, yeah. The wind was like yeah. strong. Is this a like good season to go? Like, is this a good time of year to go? March? Oh, it's Tobago. Well, uh, Kessler said, I mean, every... every there you get more permit july august september he said that's the time um that's funny because you guys saw tons of permits so it's like jesus yeah. i wonder what it's like in july that's yeah, what we're exactly. saying like yeah. we're like really because we're we're spotting fish pretty frequently like yeah. wow so it to for it to be more would be crazy wow. we also fell on a full moon which isn't always ideal right because fish feed at night Right, so the light kind of freaks them out. So they just don't need to eat as much during the day. 
because true. they're able to see prey at night. Oh, true, 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 true. So that was kind of working against us. But yeah, I think day one, I, I, I was blowing. I blew a few casts for sure. Yeah. But we had some we had some follows and um. And it was a pretty good morning. It was a good morning to get like try mm-hmm. try to get our get heads legs. wrapped around what what was going on. Yeah. You know. Um, I will say that the boat wasn't super ideal for casting. Like, yeah. it wasn't the boat we were supposed to have, but whatever, we got used to it. Yeah, we got yeah. used to it. Worked out. But it was just that morning was definitely more feeling shit out. Um, and yeah, what did we do in the afternoon, Yuma? Uh, we went to the lagoon, so the Bonacle Lagoon. Oh, we got roti for lunch, though. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> Some roti. Yeah, and, and he took us to Scarborough, um, which is sort of like the downtown area where they have more of the, you know, the, it's a city basically. Yeah. Um, and, and it was funny that we went to Scarborough. I was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> all the banks are there. All like, you know, they have the port, the ports there as well. Um, and then he took us to this roti shop and it's probably one of the best rotis I've had. Best roti this, I've ever had. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. They, oh, they, have the, they have this like, uh, pumpkin sauce like or yeah. squash sauce and it's like sweet squash and it just yeah and it just like I helps with roti. the flavor god roti yeah. so good way different than like yeah east indian roti like yeah. it's just like comes like a almost like a ball of food mm-hmm. <laughs> like the yep. roti shell is like round okay and we're just like we were so hungry by that point like we were just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, just like that's pretty awesome like, though it was great it's like yeah. yeah like yuma said with the pumpkin and the spice yeah pretty rad that's a great uh like midday <laughs> nice. fishing day uh lunch wrote like fresh roti fresh fresh, fresh. super spicy yeah. and then yeah. you know had a beer with it as well and Sick. what kind of beer yeah. are you guys drinking down there <laughs> <laughs> um there's two yeah uh car- carob yeah yep. and stag okay <laughs> which which we were crushing carobs yeah and uh kester's like Oh, you got to drink stag. Stag's a man's beer, and yep. we're like, okay. It's stag. What was like, the difference? I was, there was no difference. No, we, no we, difference. Later, we later learned that a man's beer was their tagline. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Look at yeah that. Like a delivery truck drove by and it was like stag, a man's beer. That's amazing. Terrible, like, terrible marketing. Great. Yeah. Well, it seems <laughs> to be working down there. Interesting. Yeah. Funny enough, yeah. though, I ended up preferring stag. And it, carob was carob was really sweet, but they're both just like lagers, like yeah, they're like five percent alcohol you know, kind of thing. Four, yeah. three. Uh, carob, I think carob was like five. Okay. Or no, yeah. maybe four point seven. I don't okay, know. Okay. Yeah. The interesting thing that. though, interesting thing though, they were they're two hundred seventy three mils, so yeah. they were like the size of a Red Bull can. Yeah. So oh. you could just fucking slam. They're like little. <laughs> they're like Coors Bullet or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah you, you're just like firing. What they, what's that them. one? What are those called? Cold shots, like Canadian cold shots and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, funny. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, that's good. Okay, so you guys had some nice beers to enjoy. You had a roti, yeah. and then you hit the water mm-hmm. again. And how was the afternoon? Hit the water again. Was it better? You can tell the story, Aldo. Yeah. So the water was sure. Yeah. So the water was, of course, up. Now it's high tide. So low tide periods were in the morning. Yeah. Um. So we kind of did what we were doing in Mexico, which was like get up super early or sorry, this is eventually what we did. But after we learned what we learned on day one, but we would get up in the morning and kind of be off the water by one o'clock yeah. by the time high tide came around. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, whatever we had the boat, we had Kester booked all day. So we went to back to the Buku Flats. Okay. And we went searching for permit schools and we mm-hmm. did find one. We did find a few schools in casting distance. <sighs> 
Um, I put a pretty good cast on one of them, and I had the permit follow right to the boat. Oh, my God. And he went right up to the fly, and we were all like, ah! Oh, man. And then it just, like, it almost, like, sniffed it. Yeah. yeah. And then just was like, nah. Oh, my like, God. Like, that's what it looked like. It just turned right away, and this was a big fish. Man, that must have like, been exciting, though, to see even the school get a shot at a fish and then have it fall right to the boat. Like, what was it? Fe- what did that feel like in that moment? Oh, uh, it's like heart pounding. Yeah. Right? Because, like, I had the school. I It seemed like my my I, I was still getting my distance down, like, eye-wise. And so I didn't think I could reach them with my cast, but I did. And they kind of swam in a favorable direction. Yeah. And then one kind of, there was five of them, and one broke off from the pack to come check out my fly. Man. And it was a, t- a fly that I had tied, too. So oh, it was like kind of, sick. So, so it was, like, making me feel pretty good about myself. That would have been so good. And um, still, it, still like, super cool, though. Oh, dude, it was so cool. And then at that time, Andy was the first time Andy clearly for like, because we know what permit looked like. And Andy didn't. He's right. like, he's like, oh, fuck, that fish is huge. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, yeah. 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 We ended up catching some um, mutton snapper, though, shortly after that. Because cool. after that, we were looking for we were looking for um, mud clouds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, the water's deep. And although it's clear, it was still, we were probably about <laughs> in 10 feet of water. So these fish are pretty camouflaged, right? Yeah. So... We were trying to spot mud, mudding fish. Yeah. And one of the mud clouds, yeah, I caught some mutton snapper, which are amazing looking fish. Yeah. They're about like, they're about like, it was about like, they're kind of like bass in the way that they like grow, they seem to grow wider than longer kind of thing. Right. So this fish was like probably about like three, four pound fish, but like the color is like orange, blue, yellow. That's what's so cool about saltwater is like, even if you, Oh yeah, that's wild. Even if man. you don't, even if you don't catch what you're trying to catch, what you do catch is so strong. Yeah. And I was just on an eight weight, so yeah, it was dope. Yeah, that's cool, man. Well, that's still fun. I mean, to see a fit, to see the, to get a shot at permit on day one. I mean, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, not to blow. Yeah, so that was sweet. And then Kester was like, "Okay, well, let's do sunset in the lagoon." Yeah. And the lagoon is, you know, the water's pretty still and the mangroves are there and that's where you can find like barracuda and tarpon and so yeah. we pulled in set up and yoma you take it away now yeah uh yeah i guess it was my turn to to fish oh is this um, that is this that is this what i'm thinking it is it is oh baby and um yeah i cast cast it right into the mangroves and started stripping and i didn't even see it although <laughs> i was like it's you're getting a hit <laughs> or whatever. I don't know what he was saying, but he's like, it's coming. And then, and then oh, it was, uh, yeah, my first I don't know if it was like, fly. I don't know if you were like gazing off into the sunset or like the glare of the water because we were at a weird glare point and yeah, I was yeah. sitting down and you were standing up. But yeah, I saw the whole thing. I saw the tarpon come up from the depth and just smoke your clouds. And I was like, fish. And oh you're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Boom, you like got this, a tarpon. Like, I didn't even need to set the hook. You got yeah, a tarpon, like, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was man. amazing. So good. It was amazing. Yeah, dude. it was cool. Like it was you know, so cool. I saw that picture and I was like, "Shit, man!" Like day one, and you guys are already like seeing schools, and Yoma's already got a little tarpon, and I'm like, "This is dope!" Like this is gonna be a crazy good week, and it looked beautiful. The weather was good. Yeah, that shit, I thought. I thought at that point we were just gonna start fucking just yeah slamming tarpon like left yeah, right center. I, yeah, I thought the same. I thought I was like, "Oh, second cast. This guy's got a tarpon," yeah. and it's like it was so fun too. Like. It's, you know, they're so animated. They're jumping constantly. Yeah. And, 
It was oh, so man. fun. Yeah, must have been uh, exciting time. But, yeah. but that didn't happen. Uh, I ended up catching a barracuda the size of my hand. Oh, no and... way. <laughs> the size of your hand? <laughs> it was so small, dude. Oh, man, that's kind of cool, though. A little one. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. It was cool. Yeah. And we caught, like, a small jack. What were they called? The greenback? Something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was called, yeah. Huh. And then that was it. That was day one. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's a pretty that good day, day one. one. Yeah. And then how'd the rest yeah. of the trip go? How was day two to whatever? Five? Uh, day two. What did we do day two? Day two, I think we just we walked the flats at Pigeon Point, right, yeah. Aldo? So, yeah. so Pigeon Point um, has its own sort of flats area as well. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's basically um, – there's a little fishing village. It's really small though. Um, yeah. And it's it's really the flat that goes the length of the beach before you get to the jetty at Pigeon Point. Okay. So I'd say I'd say it's another quarter kilometer just strip of just coral flats. And uh, although myself and Andy just waited that yeah. at low tide for half of the day, um, and we saw yeah we saw we didn't see any tailing permit, but we saw a couple permit um, uh, around. Did we, we see them after lunch almost? Yeah, I don't know if that was that day or the because we, we we went to those flats a couple of times, so I can't actually remember which day, what time we saw, but I think it was when the tide was rising is when we saw the permit. Right. Okay. So um, Pigeon Point, Pigeon Point is like um, it's a government owned property, right? Beautiful, beautiful like beach. Like, oh, dude, like immaculate beach, really? but like you can rent yeah. like. Um, yeah, it's like a you pay a day pass kind of thing, yeah. and there's like a, there's Fire. shops and stuff like food vendors, beer vendors, and you can like rent um, beach chairs and stuff. So like the other tourists we were saw we were seeing on the like that we saw on the plane, like they would just walk there and spend the day there, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So it's kind of funny because we would like we were coming off the flats, walking through people like sunbathing with our fly rods to go buy a beer, <laughs> yeah. and everyone's looking at us like, what the fuck. <laughs> 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 what is the tourism like? Like, how busy was it compared to, like, say, Tulum, where you guys went last? Like, oh, nothing to that extent. Yeah, like, is it super packed and busy? And like, no, no. What are the what's Pigeon Point like? How many people do you think you saw like hanging out? Thirty. Uh-huh. Wow, that's so really like pretty wild in terms of. Yeah, it's a small beach too. Um, I I think a lot of people when they go to Tobago, they have there's a lot of B and Bs, and you know, and they have their they kind of scatter around the island versus just like congregate in like one area or they stay in the resort because each resort has a little beach front um so it, it wasn't crowded i mean at the same time though if you think about it this is the week after carnival right oh, okay so the you know everybody's sort of flying back to canada the states and staying home yeah before that time the place was probably packed with people is that like coming. big time for them like, like yeah tourist wise yeah exactly it's huge time so like right after like i think i I believe it's you know once carnival's done people come to tobago kind of like chill and relax and it gets it gets really packed so we came after that so because man the pictures of the beaches and stuff i was like damn man like if i'm gonna go on a vacation for like a beach i'm gonna go to tobago like why like mexico's nice all those places are nice but like the beach looked amazing (laughs) well Uh, it's it's beautiful well and here's the thing like you don't have to stay at a resort like, you don't have to right. fork over, like, all-inclusive dollars. You can just, you can, like, whether you're a fisher, like, whether you fish or you don't fish, yeah. you can DIY a vacation there, like, pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's super safe. The food's very good. And, mm-hmm. like, uh, well, I mean, 
so long as you like spicy and chicken and curries and yeah. stuff like that, um, which I do love. Yeah. And seafood. And seafood. Yeah. So if you love those things, you'll be fine. God, it sounds awesome. A lot of, a lot of pizza joints. Really? Actually. Yeah, a lot, a lot of yeah. Italian pizza joints, man. Yeah. Okay, Tobago's Trini, starting to sound Trini, like a place Trini's for me, love their man. Pizza. I yeah, need yeah. to go. I need to go to Tobago. That sounds like my heaven. Beaches, no one around, and pizza places everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, and you can walk everywhere. You don't need like a car or anything. A car or anything. No. Like, yeah. Anyway, where, where where were we? Oh yeah. Damn. So, so yeah, that was the first day we explored the Pigeon Point Flats on our own. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's what you call that we, jack. We caught, we caught, yeah, we caught a jack. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I had spooked five boxfish or like five small fish, but yeah. then after those five fish like fled around me, yeah. about a three foot lemon shark was following. Them. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh, step back. Okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Good Lord. So, yeah, the Pigeon Point flats are a lot like the Buku flats where there's, there, there are these breakers and then it gets really shallow. Yeah. So, we're walking and casting into the and spotting fish and casting into the deeper water, like where the breakers were. Yeah. Almost actually kind of a lot like Tulum. Um, but yeah, so I felt relatively safe with how shallow it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then a shark swam by me and I was like, Oh, that's insane. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a bit freaky. Yeah. yeah, I, don't, well, yeah. I don't think a lemon shark's going to do anything. Like no, it wasn't a bull or a, you know, maybe right. a tiger shark or hammerhead, but right. yeah. Yeah. They get the Atlantic side gets the scary sharks. Yeah. yeah. They get the black tips and stuff as well, which can be aggressive. They can be aggressive. So, how so. how much did you guys fish on the Atlantic side? Like, what was that? When did you do that? The next couple of days, or was that just the very last day? Okay. Yeah, very the last very last day. Uh, second last yeah. day. Second last full day because we fished before yeah. our flight, which was pretty fun. It's <laughs> cool because you're so close to the airport. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Atlantic side. I mean, I know we'll get there, but that was that was an adventure. That yeah. was a. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get let's get to that point. What was, what happened on day three? Then were, were the rest of the days kind of like day two in that sense of exploring? Uh, and... Day three, we decided to go into the jungle. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, and, you, 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 and, can you took it. That was a break from fishing, oh, then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'll start off with talking about like the apiary that we visited, and then okay. Aldo will take away the jungle part because it was a two part kind of day. Um, so Bring it my down dad's... for me, baby. Yeah, so my dad's friend, a uh, good friend that they went they went to Ryerson together. Uh, he lives down there, and he owns an apiary, um, and he makes honey for the community, and he makes – he and his wife, they make all sorts of different products with uh, honey and wax and stuff like that from the bees. Yeah. So he took us on a tour at, uh, uh, of his apiary, and he, he explained the, you know, the immense amount of, like um, – uh, impact that bees have, uh, which is incredible. Um, we wore all we wore these white suits. We looked <laughs> we looked like uh, well, Aldo looked like the, actually because he had the yellow rubber gloves. Has like, Maddie? Yeah, Marty McFly from. Oh, true. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah, he looked just like that. It was Back great. to the future. Back to the future. Um, yeah, and then like you know, we got to pick up the the I don't know what they're called, but the the, the, the trays yeah, within the slats, the, each, yeah. the, slats. Uh, the yeah, hives, pick, the hives. The hives. Like the combs or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, and he talked about... It's wild. Yeah. Well, I got I got stung. He got... Oh, my God. There's so much. Where should I start? Okay. So I got stung, but then it, he told me to relax. He's like, chill. Because they'll sense the nervousness. They're trying to get you out of there because they're protecting... Worst place for Yoma. 
Yeah, right? <laughs> like sense in, of nervousness. In, it's like anxiety central. Yeah. yeah. But as soon as I started to calm down, it was, it was, you know, the bees just, you know, they just buzzed around. They didn't, they didn't attack. They didn't, you know, seem threatened. Yeah. Um, and then like he, he didn't wear any gloves. So this, this is, his name's Solo, uh, Solomon, uh, uh, honey is his sort of like, um, his business, you know? Yeah. Uh, so Solo, yeah. um, he, he would touch the bees with his hand. He was so gentle. He would just like gently touch, touch them with his whole palm and they wouldn't do anything. He would pick up the the, the drone bee because yeah. the drone bees don't sting, and he would let it walk on him. He also got stung twice, but he would just let the stinger kind of do his thing because he believed in the the health, the acupuncture esqueness of the stinger in his hand. Like his his muscles are getting this venom, you know, from these bees. So he 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 he, he wanted that to happen, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it was very a, a different way of looking at things from his yeah. perspective. Yeah. yeah, it was cool, man. Like I'd never been to an apiary before. I know the work that bees do is amazing. Yeah, um, but yeah, Solo was like very well educated, like very well spoken, like a yeah. lot of information on not only bees but like the biodiversity of the island. Yeah, which is like we learned a lot about the island's ecosystems from him that yeah. day, which was really cool. Yeah, and yeah, like. You got to zen out when you're around tens and thousands of bees. Yeah. And it kind of just starts happening naturally, like the white noise of them buzzing around. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, when you're time. like walking down the street and a bee flies in your face, and you're like, ah, you know, yeah. I thought that's what it was going to be like. And right away, it was a bit nerve wracking, like yeah. when they start coming out of the hives and checking you out and like they're buzzing by your face and your yeah. ears, yeah. crawling on the suit and stuff. But then after a while, you're just like, okay, well, this is just what it is you know right. yeah and then and then when you pick up the train you like look at, it, at them all walking around and doing their little bee things you're like yeah you know, i was just like i was so calm and zen that's cool yeah don't even care about you it was an interesting experience for sure so uh, honey <laughs> he, he's not actually your uncle right no you know? no he's my dad's good friend okay, and okay. sometimes you know <laughs> culturally culturally we say like stuff like that you know like my dad's friend call him uncle whatever but no no he's a good friend of my my dad's that's it. Um, okay, cool. So you went to an apiary in the jungle. That's pretty. That's pretty buck wild. Um, it was. And then what? So then we went to a rainforest. Yeah, that was fucking cool. That's dude. so cool. You went to a rainforest. That's. Mm -hmm. What did you see? What kind of wildlife did you see? Like what? What lives in the rainforest there? Uh, okay. But, I. But, there's a but, other than the. But, the the immense amount of different species of beautiful birds. They even have like a bird sanctuary in Tobago as well that you can visit. Oh man! Uh, like just these gorgeous. Uh, I, I, I birds of paradise kind of thing. Oh, exactly. That's so sick. <clears throat> they have monkeys. They have coconut snakes and stuff like that. But you don't see the snakes. Did you guys see any monkeys? Um, no, no, we didn't see any monkeys. Oh man! Did you see? Any, yeah. You saw some cool birds. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and then like. Well, I mean, Aldo, you can talk about this part. Well, it's pretty cool. Like, I mean, we did a substantial amount of driving that day, which, by the way, <clears throat> they drive on the left-hand side of the road, so that's kind of fun. It's kind of cool. And um, driving, we, we, the drive was, like, along the coast to get to, uh, we were going to the Argyle Waterfall Yeah. Um, in the jungle, and uh, it's, like, narrow roads <laughs> along the coast. Yeah. Some really, really nice vistas and some kind of, like, nerve-wracking hairpin turns with, like, people flying by you. Who was driving? Yilma. Oh, I God, was. really? Ugh. 
I know, I know. But I mean, he's driven there he's, before, right? He's driven there before, right? Okay. I would have been freaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was kind of freaking out, but anyway, whatever. <laughs> okay. And awesome. then uh, Yilma was I telling us imagine. about the at the base of the waterfall. There's there's these fish called wolf fish, and they're like crazy aggressive. Okay. And they're like these small little. I think they get big if, depending on their environment, but yeah. like yeah. they're re- these really toothy kind of river fish, you know, like yeah. those exotic looking type things. Yeah, yeah. And we originally thought we were going to go fish, like try and get one out of there. Yeah. But then once we got there, they're like, oh, you can't fish here. They're protected. And we're like, oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, let's, let's go look at them anyway, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And we took some pictures and stuff. We took some underwater footage. Yeah, of we got the... some sweet ass underwater footage of them oh, swimming cool. around and stuff. Oh, that's yeah. cool. There's pretty cool. Yeah. Yilmo's breaking seeds off the p- trees yeah. and throwing them into the water. And they would like erupt like piranhas. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah it was pretty funny. They're called wolffish. Uh, yeah, I, I believe they're called wolffish. If if you no, they are. Yeah, wolffish yeah. Tobago. Yeah. They kind of look like a snakehead or something, eh? Yeah, yeah, they, exactly. Yeah, good yeah. call. Actually, they, that's exactly what they look like. That's cool. Those are cool. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. And is that where the big waterfall was? Because I saw a picture of Yelma under a waterfall. Yeah. yeah. Was it hot? <laughs> so it was super hot the whole time you guys were there, right? Yeah. yeah yes. Like what kind of temperature? Like Celsius. Thirty. Uh, Thirty yeah, the whole thir- time. Yeah, but it's, above, it's, yeah. it's breezy. It's not dry heat, so yeah. you don't feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of yeah, nice. Yeah, but that's, the sun is hot. Yeah. You got Which a brutal sunburn, like, man. What? You got a bad sunburn. Who? You on your back, not your face. You oh, oh a, yeah, just that. You yeah, a, I, went a, a I went away. I went away after that one day. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, it's going to be fine. This watch tan, though, is something Look at else. that watch Whoa. tan. <laughs> that watch tan. If you want to see all those watch tan, check out our YouTube channel. A link in the <laughs> in the description. Um, crazy. Uh, okay, so you saw a waterfall, and you jumped in there. You had a like, nice little jungle fun. Yeah. yeah, saw some birds. Saw these huge stalks of bamboo. I've never seen that before. Like, Yeah. Because oh, it was like a like, bamboo forest, right? Yeah. A bamboo forest. That's cool. It was yeah. so cool. The bamboo, like, the, 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 the radius on... Or the circumference on the bamboo was like big, about a foot. Wow, that's like yeah, yeah. And they come up in these big, big like grouped stalks. It was pretty cool. That's wild. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah. So that was it. You know, not really, man. Like we were, we were, we were going to continue fishing. We Kester, a guy, told us, "Listen, check out Tobago Plantation, and what it is. It's a big golf course." Yeah. And in that golf course has the lagoons, just like you see in Florida. Um, and there's tarpon and snook in these lagoons. These little, sorry, these little pool, ponds, I ponds, should say. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we went to try out some of our flies. And do some there are flies. also caiman. Oh, God. In the ponds. <laughs> of course there are. Lots and lots. All those spotted a caiman's uh, snout. Oh, sticking geez. out one of the ponds. Yeah, but then we got in. There was a big sign that says "No fishing or hunting." So we're like, you know, <laughs> Kester, what the hell? <laughs> I was pretty excited to like. I thought it was going to be like some pretty fun like imagery of us like casting a fly rod on a golf course. Tobago, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, hooking a snook or a tarpon with like an alligator chasing me or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy. So that didn't happen. But anyways, it was it was. Well, they protect know. their fisheries. That's for sure. Well, you know what? It was yeah, a good. Do. It was a good. It was a good day. We learned a lot about the island and like what makes up, um, <clears throat> you know, not just the the sea but also the land. And so yeah. it was cool. Yeah, cool day to yeah. explore for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then the rest of the time we fished. Yeah. We yeah. we were with we were with Kester on the Monday again for a half day. Yeah. Um, 
but then clouds rolled in and kind of it's hard to spot fish hard yeah. to spot fish so it kind of it's overcast took yeah, and I, bl- I, I blew some casts as well, though, on some permit. I saw like a, we saw permit tailing, and I yeah. got it like r- right there. I don't know if it was not interested in my fly or I just spooked it. I couldn't remember, but there were some chances. It's just it was really, really tough because of all the cloud cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah but then Kester was like, "Well, since that day was kind of a bust, like why don't we go out on the Atlantic side?" Um, and uh, whoa, wicked. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and just to kind of make up for it, and we're like, "Okay, cool, great, yeah, no problem." That's cool, and, and that was probably the most yeah. productive. How did you and get? Hard. How did you get there from like to the Atlantic side? Like, what do you guys just like drive out in the open ocean around the thing, or is it channels yeah. or? No, so, there's just. Nope. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kester picked this up, and, and we drove down the main road and made a and maybe uh, a kilometer down the main road. Yeah. Um, I forget the name of it. Uh, we made a right turn onto a street called friendship road i believe oh look at that um yeah and <laughs> it, it, yeah and took us to the flats coin uh, the tobago uh tobagonians tobago, to, to, yeah tobago yeah uh call friendship flats <laughs> yeah which is like right beside the airport actually so okay. yeah so it's called friendship like, flats it's called, it's called the Friendship Flats. Flats, yeah. Whoa, that's so fun. On Friendship yeah. Road. And it was the so. three best friends anyone could ever have down there fishing. Exactly. On the Friendship so, Flats. So yeah, if you like like if you're land like when you're landing in the airplane like the airplane, yeah. on your right hand side will be the Atlantic and the left hand side will be yeah. the Caribbean. So yeah, yeah, you can like when we were fishing the flats, planes were flying over our head. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that morning was again super productive and super heartbreaking. Like yeah. uh, we were walking and uh, Kester and I had Andy with me and Kester and because the way we were kind of working, it was like Yilma would fish and I would like have the ca- Andy and I would have the cameras, or I would fish and Yilma and Andy would have the cameras. Yeah. But on the last day, we we're just we we're just like okay, well, we don't need any more footage of us walking around. <laughs> True. So we both we both had rods in our hands. And so I had Andy with me and Yilmo was with Kester. So we were about 30 feet apart, about 40 feet apart, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Yilma spots, a... by the way, Yilma got really good at spotting fish. Nice. Like by day, by day two, he was, he was calling pretty much all my shots. Wow. That's pretty sick. Nice going. Yilma. Like he has a foot, he has a foot on me and Kester. Yeah. So that helps. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, but he, he was, Yilma got real good at spotting fish. Nice. Yeah. Sick. Um, so he almost spots these two bonefish, um, riding the very, like the smallest of weight, little, little waves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's coming towards me and he's like, he's like, put a, he's like 30 feet, put a cast down. And I'm casting to one, the one fish I see, but with the wave breaking, it's kind of masking the other fish that like, right. they're like, they're like kind of swimming in tandem. Yeah. And so the wave breaks fish takes but it's i can't like but i'm looking at this fish i'm like a fish in a tank must have been snagged on coral the 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 kind of like the sea foam goes away yeah and i'm hooked onto the biggest bonefish i've ever seen oh my god and it's just sitting there looking at me it's 20 feet away from me clear, water's like super clear right yeah so it, it's it's like it's hooked it knows it's feet. hooked it starts like sh- it starts like sh- so two two rod lengths away yeah from i'm me. trying to like picture it yeah that's cool yeah and it's just like it starts shaking its head like a bass. Oh man! 
And then it just, and I'm just like, oh shit. I'm like, I'm hooked. And then Andy and I look over at Yeoman Kester and they're like not even paying attention. And Andy's like, he's got a fish. (laughs) 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 And, and Yilma starts running over to get the camera. Yeah. The, the fish shakes its head a couple times, kind of stops, and then turns on its side towards the open ocean, like really slow. And then it's just like, well, see ya. <laughs> and just takes off. Gone. For the breakers, which is where the coral is. Yeah. And I've got them on for a while, like good hook set, like yeah. whatever. And then I start feeling this like kind of vibrate, like vibration. Shit, yeah. Almost like when you're tuning a guitar string yeah. too tight. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, pop. And I get the uh, I get the flyback, and the knots were fine. It was just like it was like my tippet knot or whatever. It's just like it was frayed. It looked like um, split ends. Right. Yeah. Like Jeez. like uh, on somebody's hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I looked at Kester, and he's like, "Nothing you can do about that, man." And yeah. I was like, "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." What do you do? You know, like coral. Like that's the thing I, I haven't heard much about. I mean, I haven't done much well, saltwater fishing, but. Well, this fish was pretty huge. I felt like maybe my drag was a little light right off the get-go, but I, you know, I kind of clamped it down. But it still took, still didn't a big fish. stop it. Yeah, yeah. So it was still it was just a really big bonefish. It yeah. was like Kester thought it was probably like nine, ten, like oh eight, man, eight to ten pound. Yeah. yeah, nice. He showed us a picture of, like, wait, no, he didn't. We we ran around this guy in the jetty. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. He's, oh uh, yeah, he showed the permit. Yeah. He showed, and this, his buddy caught a bonefish. It was fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah, it was huge. It was insane. It was yeah. insane. Like, two-hand-holding type of scenario. Jeez. Yeah, the so yeah, that was, that was crazy. That was yeah. pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. But hey, you know, at least you had it on your line. And... Yeah, it's not the only one he had on his line. No. <laughs> Sorry. Another, another big one? Uh, later on in the day, we were... Um, uh, we were again doing that thing where we were searching. The water was kind of cloudy on the Atlantic side. I don't, yeah. I, mean, I don't know why. Sand, sand was kicked up. I don't know. I don't know how the ocean works. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're casting in like these mud again, those mudding clouds or yeah. whatever. And then yeah, I had a per like a, I felt a bump, and then I saw the permit take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I had him on take. for a good. Yeah. yeah. Oh baby. So I had him on yeah. for a bit, and same thing, just dove right into the coral. Big permit. No, not Some like not as big old. as, I don't know. It's hard to say. I didn't really yeah. see the fish. Right. It didn't. It didn't feel big. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of put it that way. Like, I was controlling it pretty well, you know. Yeah. And then it started running straight for me. Ah oh, shit. Yeah. So it was running straight for me. It almost went right beside Andy, and then like, like Andy was probably like five feet to my left. It almost went right beside him. Dove straight down into the coral. Yeah. And then, yeah. Like, I was standing on a patch of coral, basically. Right, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah. So, Kester was Dang. saying afterwards, like, sometimes what you can do is you can just completely let off your drag. Yeah. And see if they, because if your drag's, if the leader's really tight. Yeah. And it's rubbing right. up against the coral. Right. That's, it can fray and snap. He's like, but if you loosen the drag, then the leader gets loose and maybe. You have a shot, maybe. You have a shot, but of course, if you're not tight on the fly. The hook can so like there's pros and cons. Yeah, you kind of just like maybe not shit out of luck, but like it's tough to land fish in the coral is what I've found out. It's almost better to just avoid fishing at that spot, I guess. Eh, like around coral. Yeah, but what can you do? That's where they're feeding. That's where the fish were. That's where the fish were, right? Dang, that's tough. 
it's like catching a pike in thick weeds. It's like, you know, right. you got to fish there cause they're there. Yeah. But then, yeah, yeah. you know, they they can dive in the weeds and, yeah. and get, 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 get you for, get free, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, and then I had two little missed opportunities <laughs> as well. Oh man, uh, tough day. Yeah. I mean, right where Aldo caught that permit, um, I saw a permit chasing my shrimp. Yeah. Um, to the point where I thought it actually hit it, but it yeah. didn't. It, it just went, basically, it, it smelt it yeah. and then like went away and then came back and then went away again. Mm-hmm. Like it chased it for a while and I saw the whole thing happening. Like the water's clear yeah. where I was. So that was a little disappointing. And then like, obviously, you know, you hear stories about permit being so hard. That was a classic, like, yeah, that happens. They do that shit. Yeah. Um, and then I thought I actually got snagged. I switched to a clouser to yeah. kind of like blind cast for some bonefish. The water was coming up at this point. Okay. Yeah, so the water was rising. And on the Atlantic side, it comes comes in a little faster than on the Caribbean side. And sharks, so we didn't have much time to fish. It was, our window was closing quickly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I, I, I didn't even feel a tug. It was just like I thought I got snagged. And then all was like, you got to fish, you idiot. And then <laughs> I, I didn't let the line go. I was just holding it because I didn't know. I was just didn't know what to do. I just f- kind of froze. Yeah. And it's it's... My my rod just went boom boom, snap, and then the dude his rod his rod was freaking out like yeah it was a big one he had a he had whatever was on it which hopefully thinking it was a bonefish was massive like his rod was like freaking out I like threw my rod in the water I screamed I said fuck (laughs) you it was so mad (laughs) really yeah Yeah. hey man I mean like what we haven't fished like salt that much I mean like it's one of those things like more we do it the more people we salt fish with like we'll get better with the time and you know figure out how to do it properly but at least you're hooking fish and you're out having fun yeah perfecting casts too which is good you know getting more confident I mean finding the fish in salt water I still like is amazing to me it's like Okay, there's the Atlantic Ocean. It's like, let's go fishing. It's like, <laughs> where do you go? Yeah, it's, such you know? an, it's such an absurd concept. Yeah. Right, when you think about it. So figuring yeah. that part out is great. I mean, at least you guys. Yeah, especially when you're 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 waiting, right? Like yeah. you don't cover as much ground as in a flats boat. Like imagine trying to do Texas waiting. Oh my god. With how much ground we covered? <laughs> oh yeah. Like in the flats boats. Oh yeah, those. Yeah, man, they, they took us. They took Stop. us far. Like you know. Yeah, you yeah. can't. You, yeah. yeah, it's way better in a boat for sure. I mean, yeah. there was those guys fishing but, in kayaks, remember? And they were, it was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. like they were catching fish, but it's like, if you if you're not if you're at a spot where it's just like there's nothing here and you want to try something else, it's like four or five clicks away. It's like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know. So yeah, boat makes sense for sure. But uh, but yeah, that was uh, that morning was a bit was exciting and also heartbreaking. Like yeah. both Yelma and I were kind of walking back to the car after that. Like yeah, two Eeyores. I know. Yeah, it's tough. You know? It's very tough. Two. Two euros in need of a tigger. Yeah. 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 Well, and that was the last, was that the last kind of fishing day or? Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Yeah. The, the, the next day we just did the flats again just to see if, just to test our luck one last time before we left. But like the pigeon point it. flats, but right. that was the only day we didn't spot anything. Right. My parents came down from Trinidad to oh, Tobago. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. They had a room right beside us and took us out for some dinner. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. That, that made really me nice. that made me feel better because yeah. that was the day we lost all those fish, and then we went out for dinner. That's fun. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. What'd you get? That was good. What'd you eat? I had kingfish. What do you or have? Roti. Robo? I had uh, no. I had uh, coconut uh, coconut curry shrimp Dang. and a pina colada. God, that sounds awesome. My God, let's go back. What are we doing? Why'd you guys come back? 
we're in quarantine. We're podcasting over FaceTime right now. I'm not. Yeah. I can't leave my apartment. I'm here with my cat and Steph. I'm gonna get a cigar. Do you already have it? No, I gotta go get it. I'm gonna put on a uh, hazmat suit. Oh, I'm gonna put on a hazmat suit and go out. <laughs> Wash your hands, man. Yeah, I gotta go to the grocery store and grab. I'm, not, some... I'm just gonna cut my hands off. I'm just gonna cut my hands off. Go to the grocery store. Uh, oh no, the butcher. The butcher. I, no, I have everything else. I just need to go to the butcher. You got toilet paper? Got to- I got TP. I have no toilet paper. <laughs> it's crazy, man. I don't understand this toilet paper thing at all. I don't get it. It's like, do you use fourteen bags of toilet paper man. over fourteen days? I know. Yeah. It's whack. It's whack. I don't know. It's whack. Yeah. Well, we did interview Kester and Mitchy Fishy fived him. Oh, fantastic. I can't wait to hear that. Let's put that let's play that now. Let's hear the Kester interview. Well we'll actually we'll close the show it with that maybe. Actually, no, we gotta do a little goodbye. So yeah, let's we put, do a little goodbye. Let's put the Kester interview right now. Kester. And you filmed it too? Yeah. We filmed that too, yeah. Here here's Kester. Hey, we just got off the water with our guide Kester. Um, and we're sitting now talking to him at Mike's Holiday Resort. Yeah, where we've been staying for the past week. It's been pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, he's been our guide all week, uh, three times to be exact. Uh, today was a little special, actually, because, you know, we went on the Atlantic side of uh, Tobago for some permit and some uh, bonefish um, on the Friendship Flats. And... Uh, what a day it was. Yeah, um, I don't know how friendly they were yeah, to us. <laughs> they weren't too friendly, but it, it's, I was telling Andy earlier, it was, it's a bit of a paradox because the most exciting time uh, we've had fishing um, gave us the lowest amount of results because of the, the, the amount of um, you know, fish that were on the water, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Kester's been guiding us all week. Kester, you guide not only for fly fishing, but you also do deep sea, correct? Yes, I do. Awesome. And then, um, and we were mainly fishing the Buku Flats? Yeah, the Buku Flats. Um, that's the best flats that we have on the island right now, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then there you can find permit bonefish. Permit bonefish, and not too far, it's the, the Bonoko Lagoon. You could get top on there also. Yeah, that's where Yilma got a tarpon. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. So, Kester, how long have you been guiding um, here in Tobago? I've been guiding for like around 25 years now. Okay, cool. And uh, always fly fishing? Um, most of it fly fishing. Yeah? I did offshore fishing with someone else. That's a half play charters before. Mm. I worked there for five years. Mm-hmm. And then I started on my own. Okay, doing cool. guiding for a bone fishing permit. For how many years now? Uh, it's 23 years. Oh, that's a long life on the water. Very, very long Were you life born in Tobago or yeah, Trinidad? Born in Tobago. Born in Tobago. Local. Yeah, Blackrock, Tobago. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's you. Um, what do you think makes fly fishing in Tobago so special? Like, why is it so good? Like, we were seeing so many permit, you know, for example. Kind uh, of that's, that's, that's the number one thing that makes it so sp- And also, not only the permits, but you can get um, a Grand Slam. Right. So far, on the fly gear, I have like about 17 Grand Slams to my, mm-hmm. my nice. name. And Hence uh, the name Grand Slam Charters. Exactly. Right on. But on spinning gear, we have probably like about 70-something Grand Slams already. Right. Right. Wow. Um, so would you say, yeah, like the, the amount of fish or is it the amount of permit? Per yeah, I would say the, um, it's um, the amount of bonefish, mm. especially in the Boko Flats. Mm. And, well, it's not equal, but... There's a lot of permits as well, right. which you're not seen around different parts of the world. 
Right. Yeah. Right. We have permits here in large shows and stuff like that. Big permit. We're we have some, yeah. The yeah. biggest one we got on was 20 pounds, but average is more like four or five pounds. Okay, yeah. And big bonefish, too. Yeah, big bones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we had a... Re- I had a big yeah, bonefish yeah. on this morning. You did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about that just yet. Um, <laughs> so... If let's say I'm, you know, so because I, I I did search you out through Google a long time ago, like last year for Christmas, and I you yeah. know did my research because you know I didn't know Tobago had fly fishing or and you're from here and I'm from here, um, so for someone like me or for someone who didn't doesn't know like what time of year is the best time to come for you know uh, let's say permit, and then we can go down the line of okay yeah, well permit um you normally see them in large shows like um August. Mm. They show a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm. August, September, right. we have them in large shows. Right. Bonefish as well on the flats. Right. August, it's September. much easier to get a permit around that time. Right, 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 right. Um, and then tarpon. I guess tarpon's all year round kind of thing. I mean, yeah, it's all year round, but um, you get, tend to get the small ones mm-hmm. around this time. The season starts from June. From June. Oh, that's right. the bigger ones. Because Trinidad, Trinidad has a pretty big tarpon tournament, right? Yeah, it, it, there are two tournaments actually, and right now Trinidad is the number one destination oh. for tarpon for tarp. fishing. Oh wow! For big, tar- big tarpon. Big tarpon. Yeah. Yeah. Like how, how big? <laughs> the largest one I got with customer there was two hundred and twenty pounds. <coughs> sorry, sorry. Can you re- can you repeat that? Two hundred and twenty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That is yeah. crazy. But you do have them bigger. Yeah. Right. The areas we do not go to fish for them because of the size. Right. They're what? just too big. What's your favorite? thing to fish for in Tobago like if you have a day off and you want to go fishing what what flats. do you the flats mm-hmm. yeah. fish permit yeah yeah and then maybe a top one okay right. yeah yeah that's yeah. awesome but mainly bone fishing permit uh, something that's important is um you know uh just to look at the full moon schedule before you're coming to Tobago um just because I, the fish are you know they're used to when with the full moon they bite at night yeah they feed at night sorry it goes for basically not only the flats alone, but also for offshore fishing. Right. Mm. How, do, you, do you guide for the flats? Do you find you're guiding in the flats more than you are doing open water? Or yes, I am. Yeah? It's been like that for years. Oh, mm. interesting. Yeah. Huh, crazy. Why, is the, why are those flats so healthy? Like they're clean. Because, yeah, yeah, it's um, because of the availability of food. Okay. Yeah, hundreds, thousands, millions of crabs. Yeah, it's that simple small flat that we walked. There's crabs all over the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're seeing yeah. tons of crabs. Tons of crabs. Yeah. yeah, crabs and shrimp. Right. So an abundance of food. Yeah. Abundance of crabs. Abundance. Abundance of shrimp. So we're, right. we were fishing for the, like the first two the first two days when we were out on the boat with you. That was the Buku Flats. Is that where that sandals was gonna go? Yeah, they were gonna build around that area, mm-hmm. but still that would not have affected the fishing. You don't think so? No. No. Because um. We had, um, they were complaining, they were making issue about the waste going to the sea. Right. Mm-hmm. But waste has been going to the sea for years. Mm. Mm. And it's not affected the fisher. Right. So y- you think it would have been an okay thing if they went Yeah, it would have been okay for that island, oh, okay. that place. Even the, the lagoon, it would not have affected because they have put things in place to take care of that. So. Oh. Do you think there's a, because there's, <clears throat> you know, you're the only fly fishing guide in Tobago. Yeah, at the moment now, because um, first it was myself and my, the guy I used to work for. Right, right, but right. But he does not do it anymore. But I was the main man doing it while I was working for him. Right, so, right. 
Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a, you know, do you want people coming? Do you want more people coming here, or or is it is it enough? Is it for fishing? Flats yeah, fish? for flats fishing. Now yeah. I welcome more people to come to the island. How yeah. many people do you guide a month? Do you would you say? Well now, well now it's probably like about five or six. Okay. Mm-hmm. But in the past, every day. Every day. What changed? <laughs> the tourism sector. Okay. Right. Like the, there's, on the island. there's less tourism now on the island? Less tourism. Why do you think that is? Well, the authorities, the guys who were in charge, who were in charge of the, the Tobago Hustle Assembly, they're the ones that messed it up. Oh, no. They, um, when they, um, they went in, they, they pulled away the funding for mm. advertising and all these things, and they moved it elsewhere. They were more concentrating on natural gas and all, but this island, was built on tourism sector. Right. And they just let it go all the way down and now they are trying, they see the importance of it, now they're trying to build it back. Oh, they're like... Um, A little resurgence of... Yeah, of, they're, of like, they're like trying to catch up. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to catch up now. With right. Even the islands that were behind us in tourism sector, they are in front of us now. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, because we, I mean, I've been walking around, walking the flats, driving around. We went to... You know Argyle waterfall the okay, other day. Yeah. I mean, you'd think that people would want to come here. Yeah. It's beautiful. Exactly. You know, yeah. and those flats are beautiful, and they're pretty. I mean, to get out to where we were, definitely need you in a boat and whatnot. But yeah, the Boko Flats, um, you could go. Could, you have to go there by boat. The other two flats, like Pigeon Point and uh, Friendship, you mm-hmm. could go there on your own. You can go there on your yeah. own, yeah. which is what we did. Which we were, is what we did. Yeah. We, we walked from first of all, we walked from the airport to here in two minutes. <laughs> From the hotel, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then you can be fishing in fifteen in fifteen minutes, half an hour. Yeah. You just yeah. follow the tide, and, and those are beautiful flats. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful flats. Yeah, like the pigeon. The sad thing about it is just that the government doesn't market the island as a fishing destination. Okay. Yeah. You think that's a missed opportunity? Yeah, big time. Yeah. Mm. Um, Even inshore mm-hmm. and offshore, right. because we have they have most like about twenty granders release for the past since 2013 hmm. and Tobago got two of them hmm. well okay. so you see yeah and here we have so many permits around right and Belize and all these other top areas yeah, yeah. the guys might tell you if you see one you're lucky yeah that's I, I've heard that I think I've fished Florida three times I think I've seen one permit once yeah. we've so. seen schools every day exactly yeah so the like, big ones too and you know Yilma and me spotting permit. We don't know how to spot permits, so if we can spot them, there's, a, there's probably a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. That's a good point. But even Andy, you know, like Andy doesn't fish, you know, yeah. and, and he's on the flats and he's like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, you know, like, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. It's a healthy population. Yeah. 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 Um, do you think fly fishing can bring more, like, more people here? Is that like a healthy thing? Like you could have... Yeah, once you advertise, yeah, the... Um the island as a fishing destination for, mm-hmm. for fly for fly fishing for bonefish permit or something or mm-hmm. not those who don't fly fish spin spin yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i mean yeah like a fly fishing lo- like would you think like yeah, a like fly a fishing lodge something. would be a good thing or just just more well, a lodge um all the lands around the um the waterfront area is all taken so you wouldn't get <laughs> <laughs> right right you wouldn't get something like that happening no. unless you have a lot of money yeah it's gonna the land right now has gone sky high right now. Okay. In this island, especially down the sand. Hmm. Well, I mean, hey, it's, it's beautiful. It's yeah. It's a beautiful fish. 
Beautiful fishing, beautiful flats. Yeah, it's too bad people don't know about it. Like, yeah. I didn't know about it. Like, you don't read about it in magazines, yeah, and, you know? Yeah. yeah, a lot of people, people don't even know about the island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of people know about Tobago, yeah. especially far less a fishing destination. Like, Yelma, what do you think when you, like, you, you, I, you, like, you used to come here as a kid. Like, your yeah. parents are in the room next door. Like, we were having dinner mm-hmm. with them last night. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you used to come here as a kid. You'd look out in the ocean. You didn't used to fish it. But now, what do you, like, what are your, what's your impression of the place? Well... After like spending time with Kester on the boat, you know, and yeah, here's the thing. I mean, like I've always thought that Tobago was beautiful. Um, the scenery, it's clean. Um, but I did more exploration being a fisherman now and coming back and walking the flats and going out with you and it's extra, it's just, it's tenfold, you know, like it just quadrupled in beauty because I'm seeing it from different angles. Right. Um, so on a day that we don't catch fish, I mean, you know, no one likes that, but a day that we don't you're leaving yeah. with this picturesque you know view of the okay, scenery yeah. you know yeah, what i mean true. the different blues and yeah. the, and the and the turquoise and the, you know it's and the mangroves even are gorgeous you know everything about it is amazing so you don't catch any fish you leave with a wonderful mm-hmm. picturesque beautiful you know scenery this is my my opinion of it now hmm yeah cool should we miss you fishy huh? You want a Michi Fishy? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. So, Kester, we have these five questions that we ask all our guests. It's the exact same five questions. They're, they're not... They're, are, are the third guy who isn't here, unfortunately, uh, Mitch wrote them. He asked them to everybody. Um, so we're going to ask them to you, if that's okay. Okay. They're really simple. They're nothing, nothing crazy. The first, the first one is, what is your favorite fly fishing memory? What's your favorite fly fishing memory? The fly fishing memory, the, um, my favorite one is when I had two guides on, um, guiding on the flats. One of them caught, one of them caught a bonefish, and then um, he caught a permit afterwards. I said, "Okay, that's interesting. Let me see if I could get the other guy to match up those two fish as well." Yeah. So we were there fishing, and um, he got a bonefish, and then um, I said, "Maybe let's let's run and try for a tarpon first. See if we could get him the grand slam, mm-hmm. and you could get a tarpon, and then we come back and try for the permit." Right. And then. Um, we did that, we went in the lagoon, got two tarpon within about 15 minutes. And then he came back to the flats, saw two permits. Okay. And that was it, double grand slam. Double grand slam? In four hours. <laughs> four hours. <laughs> <laughs> not a day, not a, for the entire day, but in four hours. Whoa. And, and I'm assuming this is August, September time. Um, can't so, remember that exact time. But Wow, wow, what an amazing story. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Okay, I'm going to say the second one. Uh, and I think I know the answer to this, but if you can fish anywhere in the world, where would it be? Yeah. Buku Flats. Buku <laughs> Flats? Buku Flats. Buku Flats. Nice. Buku Flats and yeah, Tobago. Yeah, because the reason why is, um, yeah, I heard of um, other, con- other um, countries, Belize and these days, you could go and catch a load of fish. Right. I like a challenge as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. there's definitely a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely a challenge. I don't want to catch fish easy all the time. I don't want a challenge. No, yeah. of course, this is why we fly fish. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Um, more of a hunting Yeah, experience. oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, what's your favorite fish and why? My favorite fish is a permit because you have to, um, you have to have patience mainly and you have to just keep working at it to get these guys hooked up. It's a very challenging fish to keep to a hook. Oh yeah. Mm. So I like it as I mentioned earlier. I like challenge. 
Mm-hmm. And permit is one of the hardest fish to catch, so I will go after that fish no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard that before. Like for for people who've gone after permit, like I hooked and lost one this morning, and like yes, you did. I've been tor- now. I'm just tormented by permit. Like yeah. seeing seeing them come up to the fly, look at it, yeah. swim away. Like I've, I've had that happen a couple of times this trip. I, I, yes, yeah. I did. Yes, like they just tease you, man. They come up, they swim up to the fly, and you think it's gonna. That's why I was telling him, um, I'm just waiting for the line to get tight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so K- Kester and I this morning, um, I was stripping, and we can see the permit chasing my fly, and it was it got so close to the point where I thought I was gonna eat it, and it just didn't. <laughs> it just didn't. Bye. I know I had that happen yeah. too. I was like, yeah, they're crazy. So. Question number four, why do you fly fish? It's just a method of fishing. Okay. It's, um, it's a challenging method of fishing because anyone could beat fish. Right. Mm-hmm. But not anyone could fly fish. Mm-hmm. And to get, you fly, when you fly fishing, now basically, as one of my buddies said, fly fishing is making easy fish look hard to catch. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> So I like um, where you have to try, you have to work on, you're just dressing a hookup and just present it in front of a fish and yeah. right. saying, eat this. Yeah. Right. Oh, I didn't ask you, when, how did you start fly fishing? Like what, what was the first time, like what got you of, yeah, in, well, into fly fishing? The first time I, what made me interested in fly fishing is when I was coming in from offshore fishing a day while working for 40. Mm-hmm. And I saw some guys on the flats mm-hmm. doing this type of fishing. I asked them what type of fishing was that? He said, fly fishing. Mm. I said, okay, I want to learn that. And he sent, he sent me out the following day. Mm. And just by seeing fish from a bird from a distance, basically, right. offshore, the guy showed me what to look for. And I was just pointing the fishes out there, there, there. And mm. then I started to say, let me try this and see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and from the time I picked up a and I started casting it, I fell in love with it. Yeah. And I, my thing is catching any fish on fly. Yeah. Right. I'd yeah. rather catch fish on fly than yeah, I think spinning yeah. gear or whatever. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Same here for sure. Uh, the last Mitchie's Fishies 5 question, and probably my favorite, is if you were a fly pattern, like if you were a fly, what would, what would you be? Shrimp. Shrimp? Any, any, <laughs> any specific pattern or like a crazy Charlie? Or? No, a mantis shrimp. Mantis shrimp? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I, th- that's, I mean, like that's what I caught all my. That's what I hooked all my fish on this week. Man- the mantis yeah. shrimp. Yeah, it was like it was whether it was those j- the little jacks, the mm-hmm. mutton snapper, the bonefish yeah. this morning, and Maybe the, if you're the shrimp as well. Yeah. Yeah. If I can pass advice to anybody, it's bring things that are green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That seemed orange, to be the right? color. Yeah. Green and a bit of orange. Yeah, you could put a bit of orange in the tail yeah. to um, look like eggs. Right. Oh, I see. To look like little eggs, yeah. yeah. Mantis shrimp. Well, thanks for all the guiding, Kester. It was awesome. We had a great, like, I had a great time. Yeah, I had a great time. Sorry I didn't land yeah, anything. Nice that's my fault. No, that's, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up. <laughs> yeah, too late. Oh, <laughs> so how can people find you? They could um, find me on the website, Grand Slam Charters. Okay, Grand cool. Grand Slam Charters Tobago, or by email. Okay. Great. We can put your email in our little yeah, show notes. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, do that we'll, for sure. we'll put the liner. So you can find me on even um, my Tobago as well. On my Tobago. Yeah. Okay. Great. Perfect. Okay. okay. Yeah, we'll we'll put all those notes in our shows. But uh, for for me anyway, uh, thanks. It was great. I, I had a great time. Saw so many permits. Yeah. Never saw so many permits in my life. Yeah, I've never seen a permit in my life. So 
<laughs> so thank you. <laughs> well, that sounds like a fun-loving guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Kester. Yeah, man of, few, man of few words, but uh, yeah, he definitely got us in front of some fish, that's for sure. Yeah, well, that's good. It sounds like yeah. a fun trip, though, and all. Like, did you guys like? Would you recommend fishing Tobago? Like, would you guys go back? Absolutely. Yeah, hundred well, percent. I I would definitely. I feel uh, I want. My sister's looking into getting a little bit of property down there. I don't know if I should be saying that, but this is what I heard. The grapevine. If she does, man, I would love to go back and not have to worry too much about money and just go pay for the flight and just fish there. You know. Yeah, yeah, that would, sure. make, that would make it super easy. Yeah. yeah, I think like if you had a way to, um, yeah, I mean like if you had a way to get out on like you can wade, you can wade the Atlantic side and the Caribbean side by yourself. If you had a way to get out of the lagoon, like if you had a stand-up paddleboard uh, mm-hmm. or like a kayak or something or some sort of boat rental to just go into the lagoon and chase after the tarpon, yeah, because they're they're not going anywhere. They're just hang, they're baby tarpon, right? So. But that being said, they could get up to 60 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, nice. So if you want to go chase those, they're in the lagoon all the time. So you just need a way to get out to the lagoon. So, it's, yeah, it's pretty DIY friendly. Like I said, direct flights to from Toronto. And What would you guys do differently if you went back? Uh, I guess now I know more in terms of, like, the flies you needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they seem to prefer flies that had... Um, any sort of like green on them. Yeah, I had a lot of like white and tan and orange um, shrimp and crabs or whatever. Yeah. But um, I had a few kind of green-ish type things. Um, but I go if I went back, I'd, I'd do that and small fish, small like when it comes to the crabs. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of the nice shit I have from Florida, and that's just massive. Yeah. Like those flies are big. Um, that's just the way they fish there because it works. But uh, I'd say smaller. Smaller. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, maybe we can all go back uh, sometime. Absolutely. How long's the flight? Five-hour flight? Yeah. That's oh, not that bad. No. Went nope. by quickly. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, we flew we flew Sunwing, but I don't. That's it. Another? That's the only one. That's the only one. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Fast. Yeah, they give you champagne on the way down. Oh, sick! That's pretty fun. On the house. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Yeah. Cool. Well, good stuff, guys. The trip sounds fab. Absolutely fab. I'm jealous again. I didn't get to go. Um, yeah. But uh, welcome back. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. See you in a few weeks, I guess. Weeks, I guess. I, I guess. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I don't know. What, what are we going to do? What a time I mean, we to could be go, alive. I mean, we could go fishing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we, gotta, we might have to do another podcast like this. I don't know how the heck we're going to. I don't know. We could go fishing. We could go steelheading. We go steal him, baby. Yeah, and we probably. I mean, will. as long as we're all healthy. Yeah, or yeah, we exactly. just drive, drive separate cars. Yeah. Oh wear, well, that's gonna happen. <laughs> wear hazmat suits. That'd be oh, so crazy. Pick... <laughs> We're just fishing hazmat suits. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Jeez. Okay, cool. Well, it was uh, it was nice to hear the tales from your trip, and uh, I'm glad you guys are back. And yeah, we'll talk soon. And thanks for listening to the podcast. That's for me, Mitch Aldo. Yeah, that's it for me, Ilma. Bye, guys. All right. See you later. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
You can find all of SoFly's content at SoFly.ca. On Instagram, we're at the SoFly Crew. You can reach us at thesoflycrew at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or concerns. On Facebook, we're SoFly, and our podcast is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify.